the Rad All right. feels like it's been forever since we've been in here doing the broadcast. Yes. It's been like, I don't know. Let's see. Let's count. Let's go, uh, well, beginning, middle of December. It's we did probably one at been, the end of the se- December, didn't we? It's probably been over four weeks that we've, oh, we've really? actually sat here and done this. Probably over four weeks is what oh I'm thinking. Gosh. But um, we've got a lot to get to, but let's start off with uh, uh, our New Year's. How, yeah. was, how was your New Year's and how was your holiday? My, did you have a good break? My Well, I, yeah. My actual... Uh, New Year's, I, I I didn't even make it. I'm so old now. Like, yeah. I didn't even, like, it just doesn't matter to me anymore. Yeah. You know? It's all kind of the same mumbo jumbo. Um, yeah. And I, and I felt that way. I had a really weird Christmas season this year. Like, I was not in the Christmas spirit. I'm just like, this is a consumerist holiday. And I, I don't know. I didn't, like, just all of it. I didn't really, I wasn't in the mood for any of it. Yeah, I kind of had a bah humbug feeling leading into the holidays, but mm-hmm. once I started decorating and then getting presents and stuff, then I thought, okay, this is this is why I do this. This yeah. is why it's fun, and then I can get into kind of the mood of the things. But I had a I had a different New Year's Eve because I actually had a wedding to go to. Oh, really? Yeah, my idiot old ex roommate decided <laughs> to get married on New Year's Eve, which you know. It's fine. It's kitschy and everything, but yeah. it's also a holiday, so you can pretty much rule everything out. Yeah. Can't go to any other parties. Can't do anything else. Mm-hmm. And they did. They did it the cool way, where you you dance the night away until midnight. Oh, that's kind of cool. I never heard of that. We didn't. We don't drink. Yeah. My wife and I. So we didn't stay for the whole party. We we actually yeah. we actually left after the cake cutting about ten o'clock. Mm-hmm. Got home and gosh, I don't even remember what we did. But oh no 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 I'm sorry we went some fun friends and we went to uh, uh, Thunder Valley the, the casino and we actually parked at like 11:55 p.m. Mm-hmm. ran into the into the casino just in time for the countdown and it oh. was cool because Joan Jett and the Black Hearts were playing there oh wow so they piped over the the main PA over the whole casino. Mm-hmm. Her saying, okay, countdown with us. And then, you know, she sang the song for all acquaintance be forgot, blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. And it was really cool. Like we, we made it in the nick of time for us to be there and, and, and do that. But we also got to see a couple of friends that we haven't seen in a while that were separate from the wedding. So mm-hmm. we saw a lot of friends on New Year's Eve, which is no, good. Awesome. Um, but uh, it was weird because, yeah, we had to go to a wedding on New Year's <laughs> yeah. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. So. I was on my couch. Yeah. Well, as you do. Yeah. Um, and we, uh, yeah, so I, I don't think that anything different came out of it. It was just, uh, yeah. it was it was fun to be there as a sober person at the casino. Oh, I bet. As everybody was just fucking trash. <laughs> the good people watching. Oh, yeah, it was excellent people watching, especially at a casino and especially on a holiday. Yeah, like I can the, imagine. The people you would you wouldn't necessarily think were just out in droves. And mm-hmm. it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So do you have any New Year's Eve resolutions or New Year's? New Year's resolutions? Well, so I've thought about this because I normally set goals for myself each year, but and I don't really count them as resolutions, quote unquote. But I um, I do it on my birthday, which is in February. And you do but, resolutions in February on my birthday because that's my new year. OK. And also it gives me a little time to figure stuff out. But, so you can like pick and choose the good ones. Like you see people failing at these ones, and you, you know, I'm not going to do that one. I'll do the ones yeah. that people are succeeding at. <laughs> well, a couple of years ago, I set some pretty big goals for myself, and I achieved achieved them. Um, but this year, I'm just like, you know, I just need to keep it simple. Uh, I, I 
want to get my sleeping pattern in a in a good pattern and just kind of I don't know just be on more of a routine Mm -hmm. you know that's what I've been working on is just I want to get in more of a routine better time management you just want to have better discipline and all and a lot of things time management specifically and making my um my sleep a priority it's a good one yeah, so it's a lot of people kinda... neglect sleep. It's easy to do with all the devices, and mm-hmm. there's so many things to binge watch, and mm-hmm. life gets in the way. You have kids and work, and blah 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 blah. It's yeah. easy. To, it's easy to lose track of sleep. Yeah, and I've just I don't know. I ha- I haven't been the best about it, and I know like everybody tells me you know that sleep is such an important part of your health, but you don't hear it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you ever thought about getting like a Fitbit or something like that to help you track your sleep? I have. I have. Um, in fact, I just we got my stepson a Fitbit because he's getting all fitness. Mm-hmm. Um, for Christmas, we got him a Fitbit, and I'm like, "Damn, I want one too," um, because I know uh, the the app just for the sleeping thing is amazing. I've used my phone for the sleep; it has uh, like a sleep thing on there, but I don't think it's very ac- accurate because it can't tell when you're tossing or turning. Exactly, and that's that's actually one of the main reasons why I got a Fitbit was because I was in the same boat um, back when I was still drinking. I was sleeping like shit, and I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't equate it to drinking. I, I equated mm-hmm. it to um, just you know bad habits, bad just not knowing how how much I was. Sleeping and, and it, the, the app does kind of put you in a in a mindset of okay, well, if I don't do this, then I'm not going to have the right marks on my on my app. Yeah. So it does kind of give you that subconscious kick in the ass to 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 be a better sleeper. Um, but it also helps you keep track of your movements. And mm-hmm. you know, we're it's, we're in such a sedentary people now that we mm-hmm. just sit down all the time. And you're you got your Fitbit that vibrates and tells you, hey, you haven't been making your steps. Stand up. Get your ass up. Yeah. Go take a walk. And those are cool. Yeah. The one um, one thing is I – you mentioned that when you were drinking that your sleep was like shit. And – sorry, excuse me. I have like a burp trapped in my chest. She's farting out of her <laughs> mouth, people. Um, Stand by. <laughs> no, it's like – it's over. Um, so – and I realized that there are some – Major uh, interactions, alcohol with my medication that I'm on. Was that was? Did you figure that out by by uh, Reese? Like you know, actually drinking while on the pills, or was the sticker warning and the warning from your doctor not enough? I I don't know if I even saw the warning to be honest with you, or paid attention to it. Um, my doctor didn't really say like you can never drink. But I don't think sh- I was honest with her about how much I was drinking. Mm-hmm. And I was drinking. I got, you know, I had I had dried out for those 30 days. And then I. Back in back, September? Um, no, it was. I know I can't remember. I think it was September because when, I've been editing best ofs. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I was, I dried out for those 30 days and then I came back to it and then I just slipped right back. And I'm like, okay, so yeah. Yeah. Am- Amanda can't drink uh, while she's on medication because I basically went on a self-sabotage tour and it was horrible. Yeah. So That'll do it. Yeah, and it, you know, besides my mental health, also my sleeping and everything else, I mean, it was affecting everything. Yeah. So I'm like, well, um, I think I need to cut this out at least while I'm on medication because I, after I 
after, you know, there was some, my self-sabotage tour was coming to an end. I was, I started researching my medication, which, hello, Amanda, you should have done that when you switched medication. Mm-hmm. And and so I was reading all up about it and just don't drink while you're Basically all those psychotropic, psycho. Uh, psycho drugs like uh you know um uh, what is it i'm trying to think of them i haven't been on them so or in a while so i don't know um but like prozac, Soloft, prozac yeah. all those ones uh-huh. no drinking like and anything that has to do with the chemical makeup of your brain because that's what those drugs are doing they're mm-hmm. basically rearranging the building blocks or the 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 circuitry in your brain so that you're not feeling so depressed anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, alcohol is a depressant and yeah. it automatically says, oh, fuck you chemicals and fuck yeah. you brain and fuck you drugs. They're just going to do whatever we want. And it, it wreaks havoc on your, on yeah. your brain. Well, even, and I just, I have to learn things the hard way a couple of times um, because even my best friend, I told, I told her, you know, the research that I've been doing and she's a physician assistant and she's like, I told you not, to drink heavily when you're on this. And I'm like, I don't remember you telling me that. Were you drunk and on those, probably, on those medications when she told you that? Probably. Yeah. It's like, I don't remember, but so, so, so not drinking on, on medications, better sleep yeah. this year, that, and better time management. Better time management. Yeah. It's just, cool. the, just kind of those rough things, but the drinking is definitely, I mean, I've been, it's been nine days, I think 10 days today. I can't remember. Um, I have it on my app, but a, I've been craving it so bad, especially because you've been ten days, nine or ten days clean as of today. Yeah, I mean, like you haven't had a Here, drink yet. Let, yeah, let me. That's see. good. I think it's nine days. The cravings are are pretty crazy, though. Well, so one thing is, yeah, so it's nine days, and I've saved eighteen dollars and eighty eight cents. Are you using the same app I am? Easy Quit. Um, it's called Quit That. I think. Oh, okay. And you can add multiple things to quit at once. So it's not just booze that that you're that you, you can quit on that app. Yeah, because I quit caffeine on this app. Gotcha. The the one I use is specifically towards drinking, and it'll tell you how much money you saved and everything. But it also tells you like how how many days you've you've regained back of your life, uh, your brain function, your muscle function, yeah, all that all that stuff. Like it really nails it, it down it. to to get specific. Like after a certain amount of time that you quit drinking. All of these things start to come back, and that's what's cool about this app is it tells you exactly what those things are. And oh, that's awesome! So you can you can, can kind of go, okay, well, yeah, I am feeling like I can be more physically active. So, what is that one called? Easy Quit. Okay, I'll try that one because yeah. I would like to see that kind of stuff, like how my body is yeah, doing. That's, that side by side stuff. It helps. It helps you really put into perspective the type of damage that you can do to your body by excessively drinking. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was excessively drinking and mm-hmm. it was just stupid to, to think that you could, you could survive like that. And I, I get a little, I get a little peeved, uh, peeved at, at people that say that they're functioning alcoholics. Cause one of the things I learned is, I mean, you can function while on alcohol. Mm-hmm. You can think you're functioning on alcohol, but you don't have control. Like it, it, it there's a certain level of inebriation than you get to that. Yes, you can pay your bills, you can get your work done, but quite honestly, you're not functioning at your right. fullest potential. And right. A lot of people drink because they don't want to be functioning that high. Um, but I don't know. That's just one of those things that I, I kind of get a, I get a burr in my bunion. <laughs> yeah. about, but it, <clears throat> it grinds your gears. It does grind my gears a little bit, mm-hmm. but, uh, and I'm not trying to be like a Nazi for no, no. sobriety because I'll tell you what I am. I can't wait. Till the day, April thirtieth, 
April twenty ninth. I can't wait till that day um, that I that I can have wine and, and a beer and yeah, I, I crave it so bad. And lately, there's been certain situations where I've been stressed out or I've been there have been family gatherings, the holidays. Mm-hmm. I've thought about it. I thought, oh, you know, I could just have one. And that'll be fine. But then I'd be letting myself down. I'd be letting yeah. my wife down. I'd be letting everybody down mm-hmm. by not sticking to my commitment. Um, so when I, I, I really appreciated this last year of, of evaluation because it's given me a newfound respect for booze. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of health benefits to it. Like oh, if yeah. you just have like an ounce of tequila a day, that it's supposed to be one of the most healthiest things for your body. <laughs> really? yeah. Because there are healthy attributes to alcohol. They, yeah, and like, like red wine. Red wine's say. good for your heart. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always something that's good about booze. Mm-hmm. But, of course, we take that to the extreme and we're like, all right, let's go rage because it's good for me. I'm yeah. going to get drunk on red wine and tequila because the doctor says it's good for me. Yeah. But, no, you're, you're doing damage by overdoing it. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. So, but I think that my New Year's resolution is, is just to be more physically active because I'm mm-hmm. – I feel like now that I've gotten to the point where I, I've I want to be able to run around with my dog and not get winded. Yeah. I want to be able to go on hikes. I want to be able to go ride my bike or or whatever. I want I want to be able to have stamina. You know, right? And, and, and since you quit drinking, like you have your energy back. Yeah, and I feel I feel like a lump on a log a lot of the times because. Oh. <laughs> I'm I'm stuck. I usually work probably 10 12 hours a day mm-hmm. and then when I when I'm done, I don't want to work because mm-hmm. our our hours are so brutal. Waking up early in the morning and by the time I'm done, it's probably about 3 or 4 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go work out. Right. And that's that's where my discipline needs to needs to kick in and I need to be like, "Well, no, fuck you. You got to get up. You got to go run or or walk or or lift or whatever." Mm-hmm. I know I just got to ease into it. So I'm probably going to start with yoga. I'm probably going to do like yeah. a 30 day yeah, yeah. yoga challenge. Yeah. And I could do that at home. Super easy because they have these YouTube channels that, that, that you can do this type of thing. And it, I, I really enjoy that because I don't want to spend 120 bucks at a fitness place or at a yoga studio. Um, and, and I, I feel like I would get more out of it if I did go to those. Yeah. But I feel like at this stage, at this beginning stage, I just need to get myself out of that mindset that, hey, my couch is so comfy. It's right here. I'm just going to mm-hmm. stay on it. I need to get into the mindset of there's my couch. It's right there, but I'm not going to sit on it until I'm done doing that yoga. Yeah. You know, and the yoga will make you feel so good. It does. Every yeah. every time I do it, I always feel so much better. And the one thing I miss the most is hot yoga because yes. it's one of those those feelings that you get where you're you're so zen but you also get that ass kick workout that that by the end of it you feel like you've accomplished so much more than just stretching and breathing. And you can feel your muscles the next day. I've only done hot yoga once, and so granted, it's probably pretty out of shape. But it, um, I cried in it. It was so like it touched me that that deeply. The, where I don't know. That's I, what's really profound about that type of workout is you 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 get you you get yourself centered. You you're breathing and you're mm-hmm. you're pushing your body to its limits. And not only does it affect you physically, but emotionally, yes. And I've yeah. had yogis tell me during sessions, they're like, okay, it's okay if you got to take a moment. And some people cry in this position and not because it hurts, but yeah. because it just exudes those emotions out of you by putting those out. So you know when you're at the very end and you've worked out and then you just lay there flat 
Yes. That's when I cried. Is <laughs> yeah. when you're just laying there. Yeah, because you because you do. It's all of those all of those endorphins and all of the 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 chemicals that are running through your body that that those toxins that you're stirring up mm-hmm. they they'll hit you and yeah. it, sometimes it'll make you cry. I can't say I've ever cried in yoga, but it, it's definitely a profound experience when you do get to that level of <clears throat> relaxation and exertion. That it's just it's it's a great feeling. It's almost as good as an orgasm. It's almost as <laughs> good as sex. Yeah. So um, yeah. I, I one thing I did. Um, I can't remember what day I did it. Just just recently, I, since I've been sober, um, my physical t- trainer. She I told you also does Reiki, and she did it on me. Oh yeah. How did that go? It was. I can't tell you how. Well, you have to phenomenal. tell me. This is a podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. But what I'm saying is, I can't quite articulate how amazing it was. And how profound it was for me. Like, oh, I'm getting teared up thinking about it. Um, it was just amazing. It was so great. It's hard to articulate. You're, yeah. That's a great way of putting it. Um, because when you're working with energy work and Reiki, um, you can't put feelings into words. Mm-mm. You can only experience it. And yeah. that's that's why I think there's such a hard, it's such a hard thing to explain to people, especially those who don't necessarily believe and energies and spirituality yeah. in that realm mm-hmm. and how much energy affects you as a being. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain that feeling. It's yeah. hard. It's hard to fe- to say, wow, I, I actually feel relaxed after being somebody not even touching me, just hovering their hands over my head and, and, and telling me to breathe. Mm-hmm. There's something so profound that you can get out of that. Some that's so simple Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain. It's hard to yeah, convey that to people. It is. It is. And it oh. was such an emotional experience for oh, me. Oh, I'm glad. It was did, amazing. Did you feel like you, you could finally kind of relax and you could feel, feel you, what did you feel you when you were done? You know what is crazy is I have felt so much better. At, like, not like a weight's lifted off my shoulders, but um, there's just a re- the spiritual experience that I had. There's just a reassurance that... Um, that I'm not alone, I guess. I mean, I don't want to get too deep into it because it's, oh. it's, you know, special or whatever. And it's like I want to keep some things for my myself. Mm-hmm. But it was just that I'm not that I'm not alone. Basically. You're not. And that's what's that's what's also great about Reiki and energy work is that it's it's a reassurance that sh- that we're all connected mm-hmm. and that we're all going through the same struggles. Mm-hmm. But we also have guidance and there we also yeah. have a support system that's not necessarily something that we can see here or touch, no. but the, it exists. Like there's guardian angels, there's mm-hmm. guides. That, that's that's kind of what Reiki helps do. It helps put your chakras back into alignment and gets gets your energy flowing from your crown to your root, mm-hmm. and 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 it, it kind of gives you that feeling of okay, I'm reassured. Everything's everything's good. Yeah, I'm, feel- I'm glowing. Everything every, everything just kind of seems to be. Churning along the way it should be. You're more balanced. Balance. Yeah. And then you also have that feeling of okay, I got some, I got something, on, I got somebody on my shoulder that's helping me through this. Exactly. And and another thing that you can learn from doing Reiki is uh, if you have an energy healer that 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 is in tune with these things, they can tell you how to communicate with your guides mm-hmm. and your guardian angels. And I'm sorry if you feel like this is mumbo jumbo, but the, the, hey. you know, this this stuff actually does work for me. It's and, not mumbo jumbo to me, and it's working for Amanda. Yeah, I never ever experienced it ever, and it was a fucking amazing. So if you, you know if you're ready, I, I harped 
on you for well over a year to go see this this spiritual guidance counselor yeah. person and I'm I'm glad that you finally did because now you know what I've been talking about all these years. Yeah. So, um, but when you're ready, it, it's it's there for you, and it's not something yeah. that that I would ever push on anybody. Yeah. But if you feel like you're lost and you feel like you're down and you feel like just things aren't clicking the way they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know, this energy stuff is they're onto something. Yeah. This no. Is new. I definitely feel like not drinking. I'm still I've still been working out. Um. So you know, I had a really good workout yesterday. And then just taking better care of myself, being more intentional about yeah. my just everything. After that Reiki, I mean, I felt more, way more balanced. Yeah. And, and so, and like a little bit more calm, I guess. Like I don't feel so on edge because mm. my anxiety has been pretty much through the roof. And I think, uh, I think there's a lot to do with drinking, you know, mm. because anytime I'm hungover, I, have like almost near panic attack level of anxiety yeah so well your body your body is working overtime to build its system back up from all the damage from all the damage you did your all your organs are working in overtime your your brain is is working in overtime Mm -hmm. everything's fuzzy of course it's going to induce panic attacks. I mean, yeah. that, that's another one of the main reasons why I quit because I was tired of being hung over all the time. Yeah. And yeah, man, as we get older, the hangover is not... They don't get not, easier. Get, you know, they get no. harder. You could try all the tricks. You could try taking your, your uh, you know, your morning after pills. Mm-hmm. You could try taking your, doing your regimen of juices and meals and eating well beforehand, drinking, drinking water in between. Yeah, you could do all those things, yeah. but the hangovers never get easy. Yeah. And you're, once your body finally says, fuck you, I'm not going to take this anymore, it lets you know. Yeah. So you're going to do the yoga at I'm gonna do home. Yoga, yoga at home, and I'm going to train. This is this is the big one. Okay. I'm actually going to train for a half marathon. <gasps> really? And I want to do it. Oh, that's so exciting. I want to do it by the end of the summer or you know by the end of the year. And I know it's going to take a lot, a lot of time and a lot of... A lot of uh, discipline, yeah. But it's something that I just want to do. It's something that I want to just say that I did and accomplished. And you know, I'm not a big runner, but I know that this is something that I can achieve, Mm -hmm. and I just want to get there. You know what's great about running? Because I fucking suck at running, but once you start training, you see your progress so immediately. You know, day one you might suck, but day two you go a little bit farther. Day three Mm -hmm. you go a little bit farther, and then when you do actually complete your I did half marathon, two half marathons, three half marathons. Um, you feel so. It's just like I accomplished this. Like yeah. I made my body do this. Yeah. Do you have one that you're planning on? I I don't have any in mind. I know that there's the uh, there's a lot in the fall, like the the moo, whatever the fuck mm-hmm. that is. I don't yeah. Know. There's a couple in Sacramento that I know of. But I, I don't know. Maybe I want to go big. I want to go do one in San Francisco or, yeah. you know, one up in Tahoe. I know they that, have the Nike one in San Francisco. Well, I don't know if it's in San Francisco every year. I'm going to I'm going to start researching all that yeah. stuff once I finally yeah, do that's great. start start training. But I've been do, I've been slowly getting into yoga. I've got I got a bunch of I, over my holiday break. I actually acquired a lot of in-home gym stuff. Like I've got some resistance oh, bands. I've great, got great. a I've got a kettlebell and. You know, here at the studio, there's there's some weights and stuff um, in our weight room that nobody ever uses. Well, that I'd like to pick up and start using. Um, I I purchased some resistance bands and a Swiss ball so that I can do some workouts here too. 
and they're in there. So right. if you need if you need to use them, good to know. Go ahead and use them. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing. I'm like, we have a gym here. Yeah. We should be using it. Absolutely. And <laughs> this is uh this this is all this is all kind of just my one big New Year New Year resolution. Yeah. You know? So by the time by the end of April, I'll be able to have a beer and a and a and taco some, and, and a taco yeah. and some wine with my dinner or wine on a weekend. Yeah. And I'll be training for a half marathon and doing some yoga. That's so. amazing. You know what's great about running too is the fucking runner's high. Yeah. Everybody says that it's not real, but it's fucking real. <clears throat> yeah, I used to run. I was actually in track and field when I was in oh, really? high school and middle school, so I know all too well about the runner's. So you high. know how to do all of it. I do. Yeah. And it all comes down to discipline. That's yeah. Bottom line, that's what it comes down to. So I will uh, check in periodically throughout the year and yeah. hopefully um, I'll, I'll be feeling better in the next month because Yoga Challenge starts today, girl. Oh, does it? Yep, it does. Holy shit. All right. So that, that'll do it for our New Year's resolutions. We have a ton of prod mail that we have to get through because, like I said, it's been over four weeks since we've actually sat down and did this broadcast. I didn't realize that it was that long. Yeah, time's flying by. And uh, we're rock and rolling through 2018 already, halfway through January. Yeah, so that's crazy. We've got uh, this first prod mail is from Christine. Now, you remember Christine once I start reading through this. Oh, okay. okay. She says, hi, Brennan and Amanda. Hello. Hello. I really enjoyed your last broadcast where you read my letter and then mentioned my name every time you talked about a new show so that I would know where to find it. But I wanted to tell you about a show that I have been watching on Hulu. It's on Hulu, Christine. Okay. okay. Christine, Hulu. It's called MOM. And it's the most hilarious show about two people, mother and daughter, trying to stay sober and go to AA. Oh. It is hilarious. Oh. I felt like a star because you mentioned my name so many times every time you talked about a new show and you said it's on Hulu or Netflix, Christine. <laughs> Christine. Love the new broadcast. You all rock. Well, thank you, Christine. That's amazing. Isn't I... this show with uh, Chris Pratt's old old ex-mom? Yeah, uh, Anna Ferris. Yeah. Maybe this, it is. Is this what that show is? And mom? Yeah. Yeah. Is that what that show I is? I think it is. Are they going and to AA uh... together? The, the mom's an alcoholic? I don't, I don't know. I know Don loves that show. That must be it. Um. And I know the mom in her, the Anna Ferris's mom is a really great actress, and I can't think of her name right now. Yeah, I can't but, remember. Um, I wanted to tell you about a show if you haven't already watched it. It's on Netflix, Christine. Um, called End of the The End of the Fucking World. I've seen this. Uh, Did you just, watch it? I'm not on, no, I haven't. I haven't watched it, but I've seen it on my you know flipping through the Netflix. Well, I don't know how you feel about British uh, humor. I like and British then, humor. Yeah, so it's. From the BBC uh, or Channel 4 Broadcasting, something like that. Um, they're Brits. It's fucking dark. It's these two teenagers. It's hilarious if you like dark humor. Um, and the episodes are relatively short. You can binge it in, you know, depending on your weekend. You can binge it in a weekend because the, the episodes are only like, I want to say 25 minutes-ish. Mm. And there's like eight or ten of them. Um so it's dark British humor? Yeah, with these two teenagers. What I try to describe it, uh, um, the description about, it's like Natural Born Killers meets Moonrise Kingdom. Wow. <laughs> Meshed together, had a baby. That's quite the baby. I know, but it is the okay. baby. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll check it out. So that's on Netflix, right? Yes. Netflix, Next, Christine. Yeah. The yeah. End of the Fucking World is what it's called? The End of the Fucking World, yeah. And it's yeah, it's super easy in and out. You don't have to dedicate a whole bunch of time. But I don't know if there's going to be a second season. Hmm. I, have no, I have no idea. You should write a review for it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I watched another Netflix show um, that I'm probably going to write a review for for this coming weekend. 
Lucky weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, sorry, I totally missed that. It's okay. Let- Letterman uh, is doing this new series called uh, the- My Next Guest yes. Needs No Introduction. Yes. And I watched the first episode with-, with Obama. Yeah. How refreshing was that show? Right. It, it really felt good to see two men who one is like this curmudgeon old man, <laughs> Letterman, who doesn't really have much nice much nice to say yeah. anything really cranky, nice to say at all he's just cranky, grumpy old ba- old man and then there's obama who is a very polarizing figure in and of itself mm-hmm. he you know not the most popular president but right. but for for a lot of people but one of the most amazing presidents for a lot of other people mm-hmm. take politics and take curmudgeon old men and take yeah, take the show that out. stuff out of it what a refreshing show it was great <clears throat> very positive a lot of the stuff that Obama had to say was was very compelling, mm-hmm. and if if you, I don't care where you sit in the aisle, I, I think that the man is is a great great leader and a great human being, a great father, great husband. Like he just seems like a really overall great, great person. Human. And you know, you it's hard to say the same thing about our current president mm-hmm. because he's so far deep into the business world and entertainment, and he's not really helping himself by putting his own foot in his, his mouth, mouth. Yeah. for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, he needs to stay off that tweeter. It was just so, it was so refreshing to see one of our leaders of the free world just be so open and candid and be real for once. Yeah, and, and like vulnerable kind of Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, I, I really enjoyed that as well. I'm looking forward to what's coming up next. And I know, I think George Clooney is the next guest. Oh, and really? So that'll, that'll be fun because I think he's, he seems like a, a genuinely nice person. And he's got a lot to say. And he just had, um, well, his wife just had twins. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. Who would ever think that George Clooney would get married and have kids? Yeah, I know. Playa. Playa. Yeah. So I, I that's one that I, I think I'm going to review this week but there's a little sneak peek in my review right yeah there. then i'll you know i'll re- uh, review tonight send it over yeah that's a good idea okay all right this next one comes from nicole she says amanda yes don't hate me because i copped you i think she says copy Co- copied me okay. but these girls are amazing and she's talking about the girls from my favorite murder oh karen in georgia uh, whatever. I never heard it. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's you not, say it's so. not your bag. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, do you have any other podcast or podcast requests? <laughs> I work ten hour days, and for being twenty two, I'm so boring because I hate music nowadays. Oh, you actually got me into podcasts. I thought they were like NPR old guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, not all podcasts are like NPR. Uh, she says, well, thanks. I love you and Brandon so much. And Aww. I love your new show. Love nice. you too, Nicole. Do you have any other podcasts that uh, I mean, I have a million in that vein? I have a million and I'm not going to get go into every one of them. But if she likes my favorite murder, that means she likes Karen Kilgariff, who is one of the hosts on the show. And she also has another podcast called Do You Need a Ride? And it's her and her comedian friend, um, uh, Chris Fairbanks. And uh, they, a lot of it is just them talking in the car. So this is kind of like what you did last week's, yeah. on last week's podcast with uh, former producer Christy. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of it is that, but the idea is they're going to get other comedians and like take them to jobs or take them mm. to parties or, you know, if you need a ride, mm-hmm. call up your homies, Chris and Karen, and they just record their podcast in the car. That's a clever idea. Yeah. And Comedians so, in cars getting coffee. It's very-ish that, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it, part of the thing that I like about My Favorite Murder is just their friendship and they're talking and goofing around and, you know, just their, like, I don't know, just that part. Yeah. So 
on Do You Need a Ride, the episodes that I like the best are when it's just the two hosts, mm. Karen and Chris. Um, because they're just hilarious. Yeah. And so it's almost like you're eavesdropping in on, a, on a friend's conversation. Yeah, it very is. My, it's pretty yeah. entertaining. Yeah, it is that. And, yeah. um, my, my physical trainer was, or personal trainer was telling me about this YouTube thing. I can't remember what she called it. It's moke something. It's just people literally eating food and telling you about their day. So that, on a podcast? No, on on YouTube. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry, I, I didn't hear that part because I would hate to to tune into a podcast and hear people eating food and yeah. talking. No, but it's just weird to me that people that those are popular and all it is is somebody telling you about their day and eating. Like they order Chipotle and they're like, "Here's my Chipotle order." So you can and actually this sit, is what happened in my day. So it's like you, it's it's your YouTube family. You you, yeah. you sit down, you get your own food. You pull up your laptop or whatever, and you put you put on this video, and it's basically you're having a conversation with somebody. Isn't that the weirdest thing? Yeah, yeah, but, but I get it. Yeah, but because when you nobody said, does that anymore, right? But when you said it's like just listening to people, a friend's conversation, it reminded me of these YouTube videos that she mentioned where they're just fucking eating food and talking to you. Yeah. Like what the hell? But yeah, you know what? You're on. You're onto something because. Hmm. We don't talk to each other anymore, and yeah. we're all in our phones. Yeah, and- I mean that now it's it's just another level of that. You're you're still sitting there by yourself on your phone. You're just yeah. have you're just having that interaction with somebody on a video <laughs> on the other side. Yeah, isn't Ooh, that boy. fucking crazy? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't surprise know. me at all. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go, Nicole. Hopefully, you uh, enjoy the what's the podcast? Uh, do you need a ride? Do you need a ride? Podcast. Podcast. Listen to that after this one, though. First, yes, okay? yeah. Oh, uh, and rate us and review us because apparently that's a good thing to do. And on the iTunes thing, it bumps us up and gets us more visible. Sweet. Yeah. All right. This next one is from Amber. She says, "Hi, Brandon. Hello. I love the podcast. I've been wanting to do a past life regression for a while now, as and was wondering if you could re- recommend where to go." If you don't know what a past life regression is, it's basically um, you, you sit down with a, a medium or or a uh, empath, somebody that, that that can read these things mm-hmm. and and kind of dive into your aura. It's almost like uh, um, what is it called? Um, are they hypnotize you? Almost uh, like that. What, what I'm trying to think of hypnotherapy. It's it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's similar to that, um, but they they can tell you if you believe. That you are reincarnated, they can mm-hmm. tell you what your past lives are that that you went through leading up to the life you're living now. Yeah. Um, I've done that before, and the the deepest I've gotten was just in one session, um, and I was told that I was a Franciscan monk in the 1700s, hmm. and I was a uh, dog person. Like, I, and I wrangled oh, the dogs. I was the dog, like the Shih Tzu's that care they person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, that's the farthest I've gone, uh, mm-hmm. but I and I also know that my wife and I have been con- interconnected numerous times in various ways, and not necessarily always as husband and wife. But mm-hmm. there's been times where she's been my mother. There's other times where she's been my sister, and the sexes don't always they're not always the same either. You know, that's funny. I was just having a conversation with my friend. She moved to Florida, and um. She had that her mom did the same thing when they were younger and they were telling her the same thing about like the relationships have always been there, but they just, you know, change mm-hmm. and whatever. And I'm like, wow, it's well, crazy. If you, if, if you think about your energy in and of itself, mm-hmm. it, it's always kind of got a revolving door of, of energies surrounding it. Yeah. And, and that 
that is other people in your life. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it's funny too. Cause I, I just went to San Francisco this last weekend and multiple times I went to a, a music venue for a concert. I was just walking down Chinatown and I saw people that either looked so familiar that I knew them. I, I had to have known them somehow. Yeah. Either I've run into them at some point in this life mm-hmm. or I have been around them or have experienced this person in other, in other lives. Mm-hmm. And that all of this is very true. Like we kind of all revolve around the same door yeah. Oh, yeah. of energies. And um, if this is something that you'd want to do, there's a place called Positive Practice Metaphysical Store, and it's on Fulton Avenue in Sacramento. And there are multiple practitioners that do these types of things, but you might you have to contact them to find the right one because mm-hmm. some of them do past life regressions, some of them don't. They just you know they're not equipped with that type of that special skill to, yeah. to do that. Um, but definitely check that place out because that's where I go. Positive Practice metaphysical store on Fulton Avenue. I really want to do it, but I also am really scared because I do, I totally believe in reincarnation. Um, but it scares me. I don't know that I'm ready to like peel back that layer of onion yet. You know, Mm -hmm. I think I need to work through my therapy therapy until I do the path. So I'm like, don't have a panic attack or freak the fuck out. Yeah. It kind of freaks me out a little bit. There, there's a, there is a kind of a freaky element to it because there's a lot of things that might uncover that might explain a lot of things. So mm-hmm. there's that double-edged sword that, okay, this explains where I'm at now and why I've been doing this. And the, the, the reason why the reincarnation theory is, is so widely popular and so widely accepted within a lot of ancient um, uh, religions is that we all have lessons to learn. The, the reason why we live life is to learn lessons. There's never a point in your life where you're not going to be learning a lesson. Mm-hmm. And the the number of times that you're reincarnated depends on what you've learned in your previous lives. Mm-hmm. So it, it could be helpful to go back and learn where you were and what you've been through and what, what happened. But at the same time, you might not be ready for it. Like what you're saying. So yeah, I know. Might, it, and, and it, it but it's good for you to know that because mm-hmm. you're doing the right thing by going through the therapy to get yourself into that mindset that, okay, if I do ever want to dive into it, because at the same time, mm-hmm. you don't have to know what you've been through. You no. don't, you don't, you don't yeah. have to, that's, there's a reason why it's in the past. I want to know, but I'm scared to know, mm-hmm. yeah. especially, um, cause I, you know, I lost my mom and I know you lost your mom. And so like that fucks me up because I. Don't want to lose any time with my son. Mm. But I, you know, even my psychiatrist, she's like, you guys are together forever. Yep. You're this, you know, especially you and your son. You, it's your there. souls are connected. Without a doubt, you guys have been around multiple times together. Yeah. But you know what? I will never forget. He asked me, and we've talked about this before that the Padawan is a little um, empathic. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was three or four, I think he was three, he said, Mama, how many deads are you on? And I'm like, and he was three or four. Yeah. How many? How, how, so he was essentially asking me how many times have I died before? So he he knows subconsciously that, that, oh. they're, that they're, this is a cycle. He does. He does um, because he's talked to me about his past life. And he used to tell me, I wish I would have fucking written it down. He told me it was always the same story that I know the dad's named Jack. Um, 
But he, he told me the whole thing. But now when I try to talk to him about it, he's like, oh, it's just kidding, mom. I was just, that was just a prank. Oh. And I'm like, mm, that's not a prank. I think he's hiding something. Yeah. I, th- I think you got a little alien on your hands. I'm like, I think he not knows. a prank. I think he's he's tapped into the source somehow, mm-hmm. and he he knows like the divine secret, <laughs> and he's not going to tell you yet yeah. because I'm not ready. You're not old enough yeah. yet, mom. You I'm don't know not ready. yet. <clears throat> yeah, no, I definitely feel like he's an old soul too. Yeah. But yeah, the it fucking creeped me up. Out, it made my the hair on my arms stand up when he's like. Mama, how many deads are you on? I'm like, oh! Want to be on your next one? Pretty, 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 pretty. Yeah, that's funny. Fucked up. Yeah, so I, I'm if like Nicole, if you're if you're interested in it at all, it's definitely uh, an interesting road to go down. I am. Um, I'm super interested in it, but I'm fucking scared. Yeah. All right, let's get to the next prod mail from Anson. He says, I really love that you do have your own platform now. Huh. Me too. Yay. As a longtime listener of The Rad Show, I've come to enjoy your opinions on every topic brought up by my views and beliefs are always represented on the show, as my beliefs are very close to blend to a blend of the two of you. A couple of months ago, I broke up with a girlfriend of about six months. Being a single father of two beautiful little girls, I was pretty upset. Until a girlfriend of mine reminded me that before I met her, I had said, my next girlfriend is going to be just like producer Amanda. Oh. oh. <laughs> then she says. You don't want to deal with me, dude. Let's see what, what the reaction is. She says. Then she says, she's not even similar to producer Amanda. That made me very content. Now I don't even miss her. My friend was right. Oh God, well, that's good. At least, at least they recognize that the other person was a scumbag and not like producer man. Well, I'm a fucking scumbag too, well, and like it, I don't they don't know that. <laughs> Keep the illusion alive, okay, Amanda. Yes, I'm not a scumbag. Now I'm kind of worried. I'm listening too much. I listen to your show constantly and feel like you two are actually friends of mine. <laughs> that's I'm not. So cute. <laughs> I'm not huge on what Rob would call mumbo jumbo. But I felt like I need a change. And after listening to your podcasts of have been opening my mind to they've been opening my mind to spiritual cleansing and I've been mulling over how I can broach the idea with someone. I really need to be comfortable with my quote unquote guide. Well, I fell asleep last night thinking about it. And I had a dream that during a guitar jam session with Brandon. Yes. This is an awesome dream. Yeah. He offered to buy be my guide in this journey. A huge weight lifted off my chest, and I felt great. I woke up feeling good, somewhat aware of the fact that I had a quote-unquote podcast dream, but didn't think about it, think anything about it. An hour and a half after I woke up, I talked to a, to a friend on the phone and started to tell him how excited I was because of my meeting with Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Then it dawned on me, I imagined a friendship. <laughs> I actually solved an internal issue with Brandon in my dreams. I feel so dumb. It's not dumb. That's not dumb. I fantasized a relationship, a relationship with a man. (laughs) All that being said, you two, for better or worse, are affecting people. Thank you so much for sharing so much of yourselves with your fans. I enjoy the two of you so much. Lots of love, Anson. That That is so great. Look at how you just help that dude. Not, uh, subconsciously, the yeah, subconsciously, yeah. and there, that's that, that speaks a lot volumes to to just how the power of uh, putting it out there yes. really affects people. Like the secret, like once you put it out into the universe, yeah. And I think that just just being a voice of of reason and open mindedness and 
consciously being consciously aware of yourself and, and who mm-hmm. you are and what you're going through, it helps it helps you find your way. And it's yeah. it's not necessarily because I'm saying go my child, be peaceful <laughs> and and find serenity in yeah. in your life. It's just being open to the idea that you can find this happiness for yourself and if it if it means me being me being manifested in one of your dreams and helping you get there, then that's just the journey that you're go, you're on, and that's 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 very flattering. That's uh, so awesome. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't even read that email until just now. Oh, and yeah, that, that that was very flattering. Wouldn't it be awesome if we could jump into other people's dreams? I would love that. I I would. I've been having lucid dreams more frequently, and unfortunately, they've been very stressful dreams. So it's not like I I can be like, "Ooh, party!" I'm yeah. I'm lucid dreaming. I'm f- I'm fucking Scarlett Johansson over yeah. and over again. Yeah. No, it's it's all stress related, and and yeah. it sucks. But at the same time, it's cool because that the whole dream realm is so fascinating to me. So it is. It, I can't be I can't be mad or upset. I just, I'm stressed the fuck out when I wake up with yeah. those dreams. Um, but it's just so fascinating to me that I, 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 we don't have enough knowledge about how the brain works and, and what's happening with our brains while we're dreaming. Mm-hmm. I would absolutely love to be able to jump in and out of dreams, especially yeah. other people's. Yeah, that would be so you know? cool. And we're like, I'm on this cool adventure. Come with yeah. me. <laughs> I'd probably end up flashing everybody that I went into people's dreams because in my dreams, I'm hung like a fucking horse. Hell yeah. Well, in your <laughs> dreams. Yeah. In real life, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I wish. All right, this next email is kind of in the same vein. Not, not the love vein, but <laughs> the spiritual vein. It's from Ryan. He says, hey, Brandon, big fan here. It's not, so he's fat. Oh. It's not like me to write a radio show for advice, but you seem like a really good down-to-earth person, and if Reiki is working for you, I was wondering if you could give me advice on a good place to, to start in Sacramento. I'll get to that. We just went, went over that, and I'll tell it again, but let's find out what Ryan's going through. I've been in a funk the last couple of years, and I can't explain it or seem to pull myself out of it. I have a very open mind to energy healing. I've just never tried anything like it before, so... You're in the right place uh, mentally for this next step. So he goes on to say, I feel like I live in a negative cloud I can't escape. I have a great job and a beautiful, loving family, but there's something in me I can't seem to shake. I, I, it causes me to drink more than I should be. Yep. And while I don't do anything wrong or crazy, I just feel guilty for drinking too often. I just want to be a good role model for my kids, but it seems hard when I don't even have my shit figured out yet. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I know I probably get a ton of these, you get a ton of these BS emails every day, but I thought I'd try and see if I could get a recommendation. Again, huge fan of all of you, and thanks for the years of laughs. Been listening since 2000. Oh, man. You and Amanda were a perfect addition to the show. I know. Peace out, brother. Ryan Ryan. (laughs) Peace out, brother. Ryan Ryan. Oh, no. Never trust a man with two names. I emailed this this guy personally, basically with the same uh, stats that I gave um, Nicole, I think it was. Mm Yeah, Positive practice metaphysical store is kind of the catch-all for for, um, a lot of people practitioners that do energy healing. Mm -hmm. I see a woman named Sierra. She's, she's open to see more people. Um, but that's the person I see and Mm -hmm. I've had great success with her over the last shit, three years that I've, that I've been going for. I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah. Me me neither. Um, and it wasn't until (laughs) on Facebook uh, last week 
mm-hmm. that we had become Facebook friends. Her, oh, your her friend anniversary. Our friend's anniversary yeah. came up, and it was three years ago. Uh-huh. Holy shit! I've been doing this for three years. Wow, I didn't realize that. Neither did I. I thought that was pretty cool. But it sounds like what Ryan is going through is what something similar you were going through. Exactly. Yeah, I, when he said he was drinking too much and in a funk, like that is exactly where I have been, and I couldn't explain it. You know. I know that I'm battling depression and I have stuff going on in my personal life that is stressful, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I know that's that. But I just I couldn't explain. I couldn't put my finger on it. And, he, and Ryan is saying the exact same thing. He says, mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, but I'm drinking more than I should. Oh, and I was drinking, uh, drinking and then feeling guilty because mm-hmm. it's taking away. Now, granted, I would wait until my kids are asleep or I do it on the weekends or not around them. Um, but even though they're asleep in bed, I still feel guilty for getting fucked up on a mm-hmm. bottle of champagne, mm-hmm. you know, nothing fancy or anything, but give me some pink champagne and, you know, sit out on the porch and get fucked up. And it was just horrible. Like, I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? And you, you finally got to the point where you said that this isn't, this isn't the way to be. I can't, this is no way to be a role model. This isn't the way that I feel I should be as a human. Yeah. Um, and it, to, for this, for Ryan to, to be feeling that and for you to be feeling the exact same thing. Yeah, it was the exact. Ryan, listen to Amanda. Mm-hmm. She just did this with her therapist. With No, with my personal trainer. Oh, okay. But um, she also has Reiki classes. Yeah. Her, 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 she's, um, her personal training is Dig In Wellness. And uh, you can find it on Instagram. Or Facebook. Maybe this is a place that he can go to. Another yeah, option. I mean, just a different option. Yeah, yeah if you want. Um, she works a lot with the LGBT community, and um, she's also like another. You know how you just you start collecting your healers, and mm-hmm. she's even even though I go to her for like to work out, it's also like going to therapy to her. Yeah. But yeah, man, it just it. I'm not gonna say it changed my life. But I kind of feel like that. It, it just set your life in a, in into new motion. Yeah, it balanced me back out. I think a mm-hmm. little bit. I mean, I still have things that I need to work on, but this made me. I feel like I'm more clear to be able to work on the things that I need to work on. Consciously aware. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Hopefully that helps, Ryan. Honestly, and if it, whichever route you go down, if you go to my place, the med- the positive practice, or if you go to Dig In Fitness, Dig, dig In Wellness, Dig In Wellness, thank yeah. you. Um, either way, wh- whichever avenue you decide to go down, please write us. I, I want to. Yeah. I-, I love hearing these positive stories, um, and just 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 to further prove that that uh, I'm right. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> is right. Yes, yeah, you need a theme song for that. All right, the uh, next email comes from Pedro. Hola, Pedro. Hola, enjoy Pedro. Your va- he says, enjoy your vacation, but please hurry back. We're back. We're back. We enjoyed our vacation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He says, I can't survive through work much longer without new episodes of the broadcast. Oh. Well, you can and you will, and this is the new episode, so suck it, Pedro. Take it, like it. The best of the rad show is getting me by, but I've been listening for 13 years, so I've heard most of them. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. <laughs> also, Amanda, I love the new Instagram pictures. You're hot as oh, hell. Yeah. I love you guys. Yeah, he got some new pink hair. Yes, I did yeah. get some pink hair. I wonder if he's talking about those ones or... or uh, I deleted other some scantily other posted. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man, those are good spank bank pictures for yeah, a lot of listeners. but uh, after reevaluating myself after my reiki 
And after that whole, you know, I said I was on a self-sabotage tour. 2017? Yeah. Well, it was just, yeah. Well, 2018, really. It's carrying over? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, you got to be consistent. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after I, so I was just like, oh, Amanda, what are you doing with your life? Like, mm-hmm. stop, you know, stop it. Just stop it. Pull your head out of your ass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I try to be fun and keep it real on the Instagram. And that's kind of like, and I try to be positive and body positive and all that stuff. But um, I just had to like, I just, I don't know, something in, something inside of me, my little Jiminy Cricket's like, take this, just take it down. So I did. But it, is it, do you think that it's a little, do you think it's overdoing it? Like there, there's a level of being body positive and sharing that, but do you think that there's like, there's a level of an excess that you kind of we're going through like do you think you just did it too much well i think what i was doing is i was obsessing on how i used to look so my my um boudoir pictures that we posted on the membership site at Mm members.radradio.com um i was looking at those and i was like damn like i used to be those were the days yeah i was thinner i felt more you know i was more i don't know i don't know i just felt prettier i guess because i was closer to like the normal beauty standard and trying to relive that feeling yeah i uh, guess and so i was just I, I don't know yeah it was just i was obsessing in there i was uh, wallowing in that and i'm the whole point of me you know trying to be get into a better place is to be positive about where i am now not yeah. where i used to be yeah you know where i used to be is not where i want to be yeah i think it's a little counterproductive to post like a that was then this is now picture especially yeah. side by side because that was then yeah. and this is now and you can't you can't relive the past nope. so much that it's like if i will it to be it will be yeah but you know sometimes people try to do like inspirational pictures or whatever yeah but when i look back at that i know um i don't want to get too deep or anything but how unhealthy I actually was to look like that. Right. What the steps you took to get to that point to look the way you liked to look back then. Yeah, which was, weren't the most healthy. No, it was possible. completely. It was completely no. unhealthy. Right. And so when I see those pictures, I see that, and it's just. Um, but I was wallowing in it. I, I it was I was drunk. Like let's be honest, I was drunk. I was wallowing in that, and so I and just I when I had a clearer head, and I talked to my best friend. I was like, I'm just having fun. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just fun. And mm-hmm. she's like, girl, mm-hmm. like, come on. I'm like, okay, yes, you're right. You're right. You know, and sometimes you need that friend to be like, um, really? what, are, what are you doing here? Yeah. You're, and I just, that's why I'm just going to call it my self-sabotage tour. And it's over now. <laughs> but yeah. I, Time for the rap party on the self-sabotage yeah, tour. Yeah, and I need to love who I am now, not the how I looked before. Who fucking cares about how I looked before? That was when I was, you know, that was however many years ago, three yeah. years ago. Well, we change. People change. People's bodies change. Your, your metabolism changes. Everything changes. Yeah, gravity takes over. Swing swing with the punches and, and just try to make you the best you possible yeah without being unhealthy yeah and digging up old you know past issues that yeah, it's you know. hard not to and i'm not saying that to you right no, now no 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 i know, at I know. You. i'm just I, saying that as a platitude no yeah yeah, yeah. No, i know i didn't take it that way yeah. um but it's when you're feeling out of control uh and just like you're in turmoil 
one of the things and one of the go-to things I would go to was restricting my food mm. and controlling my food mm. so that I can control the way that I look and that I could feel more attractive. And that's so fucking unhealthy. It's just so unhealthy. But that's why um, my trainer, my personal trainer, is super awesome to work with because she, well, there was one day where I was like, can I just – can I just look and see how much I weigh? And she, she, or I was like, do you have a scale here? Can I weigh myself? And she looked at me and she's like, why do you need to weigh yourself? Mm. Like, I just want to know. And she was like, well, what if I let you in to weigh yourself, but you didn't look at the scale and I looked at it and then I could tell you, you know, later on when you're in a better place or whatever. And then by the time we were done working out, I was like, you know what? I don't even want to weigh myself. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's been po- it's been a positive experience working with um, Molly because she un- she understands you know what I'm going through, and it's just it's been good to have you know, like I said, you have to have your little collection of healers, and she definitely is one of them. Yeah, a support system like that is crucial, and it, it's hard to find. People like once you do find people like that, they can help you really truly understand yourself, call you out on your shit, but mm-hmm. also be positive, uh, meaningful role models in your life. They're hard to find, but when you find them, hold on to them tight because they'll they'll save your life. You yeah, know? and it's been you know it's been hard to admit I had I've been having a drinking problem. I did have a completely unhealthy relationship with food, you know. Uh, just all these things that I'm having to like look in the face of, but I can't just continue down the road that I was going, you know, that's why I got this fucking scarab beetle tattoo because, um, Oh, if you look on my Instagram producer, Amanda, there's, um, I have a whole thing about the scarab beetle, but basically it's a totem that comes to you and to tell you like you can't you cannot continue to walk down the path that you've been walking and you need to believe in yourself and <laughs> the thing that i read said like the magic that you hold within inside so this is to remind myself to not fucking keep walking down that goddamn same path i've been because i can't keep repeating the same mistakes and the same cycles and and all that fucking shit i can't keep doing that so that's why i place it on my forearm so i can see it every goddamn day and uh it's just i don't know i, I feel you, like you i'm just, getting getting just, somewhere yeah you just defined insanity doing the same thing over and over Mm -hmm. again expecting the same result yeah you know and you will drive yourself insane if you keep walking down the same path fuck yeah making the same choices um and without confronting them Mm -hmm. it's just gonna keep you keep you going down to that that stupid fucking rabbit hole Mm -hmm. but and i just posted a stupid in in um inspirational meme yeah it says uh i only i only do that because i i feel like when I when I come across these memes, lucky memes, I I feel like I'm uh, I'm seeing them at the right time, so I, mm-hmm. I share them, thinking, oh, you know, maybe somebody else will get the same thing out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm not like one of those cryptic meme posters that you're not a serial. vague, a vague I, I booker. Hate, I hate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one in particular really uh, struck a chord with me. It said, um, "I'm not telling you it's going to be easy. I'm telling you it's going to be worth it." Yes, and everything that we do should be hard. Mm-hmm. Giggity, 
<laughs> but you're only allowing it to be hard if you if you make it hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean? I I've I've gone through so many difficult times mm-hmm. in the last 10, 12 years. But since I've known you, uh, what like six years <laughs> forever? And but I, I feel I feel now more than ever that I'm on the right path because I have confronted those those issues. And I think being big enough to say I have a problem, mm-hmm. being big enough to say I have this issue that I need to work through, that I need to change, that is the hard work right there. Mm-hmm. Admitting it and then making that change. That's the hard work, but it's so fucking worth it because you yeah. feel like it's like it's like when you when you finally um clean up a room or you finally finish that DIY project Mm -hmm. and that reward that you feel for doing that, that DIY project is you. Mm -hmm. You're you're doing yourself. Oh, giggity. (laughs) Cleaning out clutter and stuff like that. That just just makes you feel so good. Clean out the clutter of yourself, of your Mm -hmm. own mind and and move forward and move on to a new fresh path. Be scared. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be fucking easy. That fear will drive you. Yeah. If you're if you're not scared about the next move in your life, then you're dead inside. Yeah. And then you're doing something wrong or you're numb and you're, you're allowing yourself to be numb to that. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, you know, you when you announced that you were going to be sober um, for a year or whatever, I was in the depths of my drinking problem. But I'm like, well, I don't have a drinking problem. Yeah, it's easy. You know? It's easy to add that veil over your eyes. Yeah. It's not affecting yeah. my life that way. Yeah, no, I'm no, whatever. You yeah. know, that's his problem. That's not my problem. But I think it's I was in denial, you know, and so it's taken me a while. But I feel like the path you started walking down, like I can just follow in your footsteps and it's, you know, Reiki made a big difference and then not drinking, mm-hmm. you know, and so. Choices, I don't know. choices. Yeah. It comes down I was like, choices. I'm not, I don't want to, I, I don't want you to feel like I'm trying to copy what you're doing or whatever, because it's just like, you've been telling me to do this shit for forever. And now I'm finally, I mean, it just takes me a long time to hear what people are telling me. Yeah. You know? So I, I that's that, then that's, that's totally human thing to go through because mm-hmm. you're so set in your ways and it's so easy to just kind of stay in the same routine mm-hmm. because you don't have to do anything different. Yeah. It's comfortable right here. I, yeah. I can, I can have my wine. I can, I can make these choices we're, we're picking on booze because it's just kind of one of the what focal both, points that we're going to go yeah. through right now. But in any aspect of your life, it, it just kind of seems to be routine and easier to just continue doing because it's easy to do. Break that cycle, break that monotony, break that, break that. And then you'll notice how much, how many more fruits of your labor there are to, to, to have and I and I think that on that note we can end yeah. the podcast on on something positive and to take away that you're not alone you aren't and if you are going through these things reach out talk to people listen to people mm-hmm. denial is one of those things that that is so easy to to let shadow your your perception well and you project it onto everybody else instead of looking mm-hmm. inside and I think you need to before your outside's gonna be, get better, you gotta look, you know, make your inside better. And that sucks. It yeah, sucks it's to have hard. That, that introspective uh, vision. It, it sucks sometimes mm-hmm. because you're not always happy with what you see in the mirror. Mm-hmm. But if you confront what's in the mirror and say, "This is what I see," and mm-hmm. I don't want to see this anymore, right? 
you make those positive changes, you're going to like what you see in the mirror. <laughs> what, what is that? that? sounds like a commercial. You're going to like what? You're going to like the way I, you look. <laughs> I guarantee it. <laughs> well, on that note, Woo! namaste, fuckers. Bye! The Red Broadcast.